Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome back to the AJ Roberts Show. Today we have some special guests, plural. We have a double act. Uh, we have Hope and we have Cosmic Betnik. Um, welcome to the show, guys. Okay. Good morning. Um, I've been in uh, I've been in contact with Hope over the last uh, couple of weeks to to do this podcast um, because obviously there's a lot of uh, reports and things popping up in the uh, in the media around the world, um, things that you know cause a lot of division, things that don't explain things for what they fully are, because the narrative obviously tries to use a certain way of portraying this uh, information or portraying individuals and groups of people. Um, both our guests today are from the transgender community, and I wanted to sort of get them on to elaborate on what things have been like the last couple of years and basically dispel some myths amongst the communities, which is, uh, you know, causing a lot of divide and hatred among, as are many other things in the world. Um, so welcome to the show this morning, guys. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Um, I hope if we, if we start with yourself, um, obviously we, we were speaking on Instagram and uh, you're explaining about your frustrations with sort of like the, uh, the transgender community and how what you're seeing in the media is really painting a, a nasty um, sort of story on the whole situation and what things are like for people in that community. And also you, you can see the division it's caused. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the stories in the media that we see in are deliberately being put out there to frighten people, particularly women that feel like uh, their rights are being eroded away. and. Mm. I mean, it's totally obvious that, you know, for example, that every week there's something different, but last week it was the swimmer that won the award, you mm -hmm. know, the Leo woman. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, um, if if somebody's six foot two, they have broader shoulders, you know, swimmers have to have bigger shoulders, they've trained all their life as a male, then that's clearly not fair. And every mm. single trans person that I've spoken to about this agrees that it's not fair but what's sort of happened in our community is um we've always been a very um let's say hidden community very quiet just want to get on with our lives a to b sort of operate under the surface and suddenly it's become like this trend to be trans for people who are not even trans they mm. say we don't have gender dysphoria but we're still trans well that's in my opinion, that's nonsense. If you don't have gender dysphoria, why on earth would you go through excruciatingly painful surgeries, a lifelong of medication, a lifelong of health problems, being marginalised, being refused jobs? Like you, It's just not a life that anybody would choose. I think personally, from my experience, I feel it's one of the most difficult journeys that a soul can take in a human body. Um, but my, my, my point was, you know, who are these people speaking for us? You know, we've all seen the blue haired, triple masked up, angry, um, you know, I don't want to talk politics, but we know we know where that sits. Mm. And uh, they're being given a voice to represent people and they're not actually trans and they don't represent us. And of course, that's completely unfair mm. for a person to live as a male to train as an athlete as a male and win an award over a woman you yeah, know yeah. and it's having massive knock-on effects mm. on real trans people who've gone through a legal process who've gone through a surgical and medical process who want to live their life in peace you know i i transitioned nearly 20 years ago 
I'm fully transitioned. You know, nobody can tell. I have never had a shower in the gym. I've never done that. I don't want anyone to feel comfortable. If there is a disabled toilet, I will prefer to use a disabled toilet, even though I don't look or sound trans, nobody knows. Um, it's just about respect. So mm. this, this Leah person, clearly, if you're a woman, your biggest concern is women's rights, right? Mm. Because you're a woman. <laughs> so this is this is what, again, anyone who's, I mean, I just have to be honest and speak for myself. Anyone who's awake <clears throat> can see that the world is being run by satanic psychopaths who have a their Luciferian religion. They're not hiding it. And I understand within their religion, there's a lot of stuff about gender and sexuality, but they're really pushing that in the media to represent us. And we're normal people. We, we, mm. We're not interested in any of that. Do you, do you think that's the same for like, because um, religion is just another form of um, division as well. You know, there's been weaponized over decades and centuries. Um, I, I'm not sure where you guys are, but you know, everywhere I drive, every church has got a, U, a Ukrainian transgender LGBT flag on it. Um, do you think that? Uh, what's your thoughts towards that? I mean, you know, with them sort of putting themselves in that position. For me, I look at it and go like, stick to your lane. You know what I mean? I get the whole like humanity and everyone inclusive stuff like that, but it's just like, what message are you trying to portray here? You know, being a, a as a religion and as a religious building where people come to worship and stuff. Like, what, what's your feelings towards that? But I, I mean, I think on the on the on the biggest level, they're just corporations as well that are controlled by mm. higher hierarchy, mm. and they're all following the narrative um, mm. of separate and divide. Mm-hmm. They're all fighting against each other. Mm. So, do you I think mean, the term? Yeah. Do you think the term LGBTQ plus? You know, forgive me, like it extends like every month, doesn't it? The um, yeah. do you think when they say community, do you think that's boxing people in like all the same? Because the way I see it, it doesn't matter whether you're transgender or whatever. If you come to, like, say, our community meetings on um, uh, in the New Forest like on a Sunday, for example, like you're of that community. You're not, oh, look, here's someone from the LGBT community in our community. Do you see what I mean? Do you think by calling it a community, it actually boxes people in? And it's not even a solid community, though, because everyone in the LGBT community has their own issues with other aspects of the community. Mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's a community in this country at all. Um, I, I feel like I grew up in the, the 80s and the 90s. And when I was a teenager, it was very much like we don't need labels. Mm. You know, we're, we're just human beings. Um, and mm. and I do talk to a lot of people and clearly in my job, like I talk to a lot of young people who are LGBT and they've been kind of. I can just speak for what I see. I feel they've been kind of brainwashed that if you don't agree with them, you're cancelled. And mm. I see it. I see it all the time in London, in, in the scene, let's put it like that. Um, and it seems like if you don't agree with, with all their labels and, every, and, and, and honestly, some of it is just nonsense. Mm. We actually went on this gender thing the other day and we were reading it out, Gender Wiki, and we were literally in tears laughing because it's literally been made up by an autistic 12-year-old in Ford. <laughs> you know, I, when, when I wanted to rebel, I dyed my hair fluorescent green, I pierced my cheek. You can't do that now because everyone's got green hair on Instagram. So people, young people, obviously they want to push boundaries. They want to be cool. They want to be individual. And that's how they're doing it now. Mm. 
um, why do you need to give it a label? Like the non-binary yeah. term didn't really start surfacing online until 2014, I think it was. So it wasn't mm. even a term before then. You know. But so if Sophie's self-cosmic, um, like to add a little bit of context to your journey, like yes. what, what, how did it start for you? Because obviously, by being born a biological male, yeah, um, born biological male, was it? Do, do you feel it's like it's all it's individual sort of experiences which then trigger something in the individual thing? Do you know what? I'm not happy um, as male or female, depending on which what you know operation you decide to have. Is that is that usually the case? I mean, I think for my like on a spiritual level, I think we come in as a soul with um, yeah. a contract of experiences that we're going to have. So I think that was part of my contract to come in and experience okay. life and transition. But on a on a on a three D level, yeah, I just as a even as a four year old, I felt I, it sounds cliche, but trapped in the wrong body. I just didn't feel that harmony in my body. Mm. And it's interesting you say that because um, you go back to that young and knowing what those feelings are like because this is like conversations i've just been having and you know yeah. just with people in general like wondering whether you know whether people turn you know become homosexual or want to do, uh, become transgender like what is it like is there a certain trigger or and i guess it's just an individual thing isn't it and like you're saying you refer to soul contracts now and i guess that terminology might be quite new to a lot of people um is, is it okay just to elaborate on that just so people get what that means well a soul contract yeah and basically, before you're born, your soul, because the experience, the human experience is an experience of learning and growing. So your soul will come into the life with like a predetermined set of experiences that potentially could happen for your soul to learn, mm -hmm. growth. And then when you die, you come, if you reincarnate, you come back on a higher experience of life. Mm. Yeah, so you, you incarnate as something else. Yeah. Because um, obviously, energy can't be killed, can it? It's just transferred. Um, and is it the same for yourself, Hope? So I was born into sex, um, but nobody told me because it was the nineties. So I went to like lots of clinics and stuff as a child, but nobody mm. really under explained that until. So intersex doesn't mean that you've got both. It just means that both genitals. It just means that you're. Um, it, it's a malformation uh, on different scales. So some people can look completely female, they can have a vagina, but they can be genetically male. Um, that's because their body doesn't react to testosterone. So there's mm. lots of people. First of all, I want to say like to the haters, there are lots and lots of people who are born intersex. I go to the clinic all the time. Um, I see them, I meet them, I know them. We just don't run around talking about mm. it. And secondly, um, for my, my personal intersex journey, I've had so many, I must have had about 40, 50 surgeries. I have to use a catheter. I've wow. had cancer. Um, most people die by the time they're 40 with intersex because a lot of people get cancers. So, you know, it's not really something that people would choose to do. It's a pain in the ass having to explain to everyone what intersex means, especially horny men who think it means you're intersex. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I can agree also with Cosmic. Like I, I knew that I was a girl from the age of three. I used to pray every night when I wake up, make people realize they made a mistake. Um, but obviously when I started puberty, I didn't really start puberty, but I developed more feminine. So that caused a lot of problems because I was raised as a male because I had, um, unusual genitalia my parents chose male 
Um, but what I'm trying to say is like, um, again, on a spiritual level, um, even on a hum on the 3D level, imagine you've lived a certain amount of time in one gender, then you change to another. You have a completely unique, profound, in-depth experience of what it is to be human and a massive understanding of how different genders react when there's not, not the other gender around. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's massive soul evolution. Personally, um, in my spiritual journey, I've done a lot of work with plant medicines and ayahuasca, and ayahuasca showed me that for me personally, this particular lifetime was about experiencing oppression of being a woman because the divine feminine's oppressed. And actually, who's more oppressed as a woman than a woman who's perceived as a man by everyone else? And mm. you say, woman, they're like, no, you're not, you're a man. So mm. that was that was a learning thing, but I made peace with it. Um, I don't understand why suddenly it's become a fashion thing. I don't understand why I'm walking through Birmingham, which is where I grew up, and literally even on New Street Station, everywhere you look, trans pride, pride this, pride that, be proud. And I'm like, that's really nice that in 20 years since I've grown up, things have changed but it's actually a bit cringy right it's a bit too much yeah do you think again it's just um it's it's not about the message it's about like the label and again it's just uh to create division because some of the um and and, you know when you see other pride um like festivals and gatherings and and stuff like that the, the media just tend to show you like the most almost like the most grotesque things and the people they interview are just really angry, aren't they? And just like, it just really shows quite a negative side to it. And it's, I know it's all by design. Um, yes. And when I was in the military, you know, like I had quite a few like homosexual friends and, you know, they hated the whole rainbow flag and just putting, you know, a, a picture to something and a label and things like this and ask, being asked to have a photograph of the rainbow flag to promote it and for, you know, for the unit's Twitter page and stuff like that. And it was just like so nonsensical. Um, does that do you think that like the worse that gets, the worse it just is just going to get completely for the whole community? Yeah, I mean, I think when people have things that they're not comfortable or don't understand pushed in their face, it doesn't make them more accepting of it, it makes them more angry and want mm. to like recoil away from it. So that's and mm. ultimately that's why they do it. Mm. Um I just want to touch on the spiritual side of things because like there's you know doesn't matter what gender you are there's millions of people going for a real spiritual journey at the minute isn't there amazing yeah. do, do, you, yeah. do, do you think that um uh like if more people tapped into their spirituality who may be considering going transgender um or even talking about being homosexual and stuff like that do you think if they you know uh, focused and turn their attention inwards a little bit like the whole process would be like so much better easier and more understanding for them I mean, I think we, everyone could do with like turning their attention inwards. So yes, of course, you know, mm. people and people tend to be looking for external validation for everything. Yes, yeah, um, that's a big one, yeah. And attaching to a label is like external validation because when you define yourself by a label, you're expecting people to treat you a certain way. Mm. Yeah, exactly that. And and I imagine you you two have been through such a, a journey, like. And I'm sure I know what your answer is, but when you look at someone, do you look at them as a human being who's the same as you, like as in in every way? I I know I do. I don't like whereas people who aren't don't think like that. They just see someone and also almost like in a place of judgment, like the clothes they wear or the makeup they've got on or how their hair is and stuff like that. Like 
that's what comes to their attention first rather than the person do you think well from being on a more spiritual journey you, you just miss all of that you skip past all that bullshit and you're just like this is an amazing person in front of me when when i see people i literally just feel like this is an expression of consciousness of the one mm-hmm. i um which is what it is isn't it and and that's an easy way to make peace with people that you know you're not mm. necessarily like cool or whoever who might be like not nice people but yeah. they're also having an individual conscious experience mm. which is ultimately being fed back into the one to mm. for learning and growing okay yeah no, no i totally get it and 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 for yourself hope i mean obviously over the years you would have come across like a lot of angry people who aren't really aren't speaking their truth they're just gobbing off basically um how, how, how have you like learned to deal with all that kind of stuff is it just a case of just not paying any attention to or putting your energy towards it compassion mm. compassion okay. and also like joe i don't really see people as like their human vessel i'm very i i interpret people on an energetic level because i know from my life experience of who i am that the outside has got nothing to do with who you are inside somebody can be i've seen it you know in my job i've worked with homeless people um most of my life I've worked with homeless people. Then I moved into sexual health. During the pandemic, I was working in the NHS in the mm. sexual, psychosexual health. Um, you know, what someone looks like on the outside has got really doesn't reflect who they are on the inside because I, I like to think that we're all basically reflections of each other. And my, my ethos in life is that we are all one. And you're, you're experiencing consciousness through that avatar I'm experiencing consciousness through this avatar, but once we lose the avatar, we're the same thing, you know. What um, what I would say though, um, I never had really problems being trans. I call myself trans because I transitioned. Again, that pisses people off in the LGBT community. They say you can't be intersex or trans, you can. I don't like the labels though, but if they need that to understand where I say it. But um, things have, you know, never really been the way they are now. So the, the, the way people are saying it's much more accepted now, you know, it's everywhere you look, that's actually having the opposite effect. That's actually making people um, much more in fear and angry, angry and um, not accepting, you know, and it's weird because um, it, the last few years, we were on all the marches, you know, we were, we were going out, flying at night, stickering at night. I lost my job in the NHS for speaking up for what was right, for speaking up for our children. You know, I've taken in um, young homeless LGBT people that have been rejected by their family. I've taken them in and given them a family, you know, and um, it's, it's been really difficult the last few years dealing with people from the, uh, let me say, awake community, the movement, I don't know what you want to call it again, but people who understand that we're being fed a narrative that isn't true. Mm. I need to be faced with like really strong transphobia, like, oh, you're a Satanist if you're from that community because of Baphomet and all of that stuff. And literally making really good friends on Instagram having so much in common about the things we believe and then they find out I'm trans and they insult me and block me 
and that that's been kind of hard to difficult with because you know I'm a spiritual person you know I'm not falling into those traps of like the 3d matrix is what we call it so clearly you're not really that awake and then within the LGBT community being ostracized from my own community losing a lot of friends because they're like oh you're going to them marches with right-wing fascists I'm like they're not fascists they're mothers they're nurses they're people who've lost their jobs they're people who are away but then when even if there's one or two that's like anti gay or anti-trans that they the, the, the people are not going to join the movement because they feel scared to so mm. it's actually again it's divide and conquer they've done a really good job haven't they yeah 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 no i totally agree and um like i, I use the marches as an example so um i mean this time last year i went to london and there was you know over a million people well a million and a half people or something um so they're all there you know with the same message and it doesn't matter whether you're trans gay bi black white chinese like it doesn't matter like everyone was there with the same goal which um was to try and you know create awareness and protest against the the, the attack on 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 humans you know no matter where what your what your sort of situation is and you know it's amazing to be be a part of and you know seeing all these mothers there um i was there when the nhs staff you know through all their the uniforms that the Trafalgar Square and Downing Street, you know, and reporting on it all, and it was it was absolutely fascinating and um, amazing to see because I think that kind of led the way. I think in the world because the world, the whole world, was watching that, um, mm. and really sparked quite a lot of stuff. Um, early on, and obviously in the protest, and that it was quite noticeable, wasn't it? The, the, the sheer lack of males that were attending. Did you know what? All of them, and then being on telegram i'm not on telegram anymore but being on telegram in a lot of groups i did the sovereign training all of that because obviously i was very very concerned at the time about what was happening i needed to be informed mm. but then getting so much hate from guys on telegram and i'm like hang on a minute mate i was at the front of the march where were you mm. like don't come for me like don't hate me or be I was with a group of lesbians we literally weren't we we were group, we were with a group of lesbians mm. there were lots of trans people lots of lesbians because as you said it didn't matter there's a bigger thing at stake here our humanity and we're all one and we cannot focus on these individual mm. experiences when we're being attacked as a species mm. um but it, you you're right what there wasn't yeah it's, it's it's funny isn't it how like you just mentioned that and uh People don't realise that, you know, it doesn't matter what your orientation is, even your medical status, all this kind of stuff. Deep down, Mr. Schwab and his mates and that, like, just want you to have nothing and be happy no matter where you come from or what you do. Um, and it's a case of standing up to that, you know, which you guys have been in the forefront of the whole time. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's, it's great. To, it's great to see. And it's this is another reason why I wanted to, you know, interview you guys, because, it's, it's so important to get that message out there that what's going on in the world right now is far bigger than, you know, people's views on what someone wants to do with their sexual orientation now, because that just gets weaponized by the media, which clearly we can see. Same as religion, same as BLM, same as, you know, Ukraine, this, you know, all the nonsense that we've just had pushed down our throats and stuff. It's, and it's just distraction, isn't it? It's distraction and also none of it really makes any sense, because if mm. you care about the war in Ukraine and what about the Taliban in Afghanistan and what about Syria, what about the fact we're selling arms to Yemen and then we, me personally like I'm having to go and have these conversations with 
the people from the LGBT community who are, who are following that kind of stereotype. And then, you know, getting massive amounts of aggression from them because it's becoming very normalised now. And I won't say it's LGBT people, I say it's young people. People who've grown up with technology, it's becoming very, very normalised that if you don't follow my worldview and you don't agree with me, you're a bad person and you're cancelled out. Mm. Do you understand? And there's no room for debate and discourse. And, and you don't grow as a human being and you don't evolve as a human being if you don't communicate with people who are different from you. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's um, it's just remarkable like how it's got like that. But again, it's all by design, isn't it? It's just like a, it's a whirlwind operation of uh, mind tactics that's been used on people through loads of different means, you know, the introduction of social media, phones, the breaking up of the family household. Um, I was saying yesterday, you know, just like the, the job they've done on just the family household, let alone the actual community itself, has been massive because I think, you know, most people went to their grandparents on a Sunday, like, you know, in the 80s and 90s, and everyone gathered around and had like all had dinner or whatever together and and and, and talked. Whereas like, that doesn't happen anywhere now. And even within the actual house itself, kids are on their in their rooms now, locked away on phones and Xboxes while the parents are like glued to the glued to Netflix downstairs. So even at household level, we you know it's it's really done its job on people, hasn't it? Like these uh th these methods of separation and division. Um where, where do you see where do you see things moving forward um, at the moment over the next sort of like six months for for you know for that for the community? Do you think that you know there's quite a lot community? of this, as in sort of the transgender LGBT community, like oh. as in moving forward because like the media at the minute are just like it, it's all orchestrated. You can see and it's it, 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 everyone's looking from their outlook and in going, this is just absolutely crazy. Are they trying to show you how silly it is on purpose, or they're actually just doing this on purpose. Well, I mean, unless people start, more people who have got a public platform in the trans community, if they, unless they start standing up and talking mm. common sense, then it's not going to get any better. Mm. You know, it's just going to make the, big, the, the problem for the bigger community of trans worse, mm. isn't it? I yeah. think what's, what's happened as well, like, um, there are a few people, well, I know one, Blair White, She's fully awake. She's fully on board. She speaks out. She does amazing yeah, podcasts. She had... Um, that the, that's, the, that's the lady in America, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you see, for the rest of us, it, you know, she, she built that platform up over many years. And now, with the shadow banning, it's basically communism online, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, like, anything you say, it can be about... I'm not going to use the word here because I don't want you to get shadow ban but anything you say that doesn't fit their narrative you get shadow ban like I've lost accounts so you you can't actually you, I do speak out but people especially younger people they're scared to speak out because a lot of them make their money using their Instagram you know it's like a showreel for them mm. um I feel like we need to get rid of the phones we need, we need to realise this AI technology is not serving us as a species. We're becoming more dumb. There's, there's more autism now than ever. There's more ADHD than ever. I see it with the young people I work with. And the other thing, which, what's really unusual, over the last two years, I've had so many parents coming to me saying, I happened even last week, oh, my, my child thinks they're trans. You know, what should I do? Am I a bad parent? And I'm like, you know, it's a really interesting thing that suddenly the UK census, 
that they did, I think it was in 2021, states that the LGBT community has doubled since 2014. Why are we not asking questions about this? It's not transphobic or homophobic to ask questions. How can a population double in 10 years? I have my own beliefs. I understand they're putting things in the water. There's a lot of hormones mm. in the water. Yeah. I've sort of spoke out online and people have attacked me saying, you're just a product of hormones in the water. Or maybe I am, I'm still a human being. Mm. But there's a depopulation agenda going on. And yes, as trans people, we can see that, um, you know, I have to be really careful what I say, but I can see with my own eyes things that are very unacceptable to me. So if I was a, a cis person, a heterosexual person with kids, I would feel really frightened. You know, I've seen, I, you know, it's mentally affected me. I've seen more than once in London, very, very young children. I'm not talking about 15, 16 year olds, very young children, like 10 years old, literally, and this is the God's honest truth, literally wearing fetish lingerie in the day, corsets, stocking suspenders, with a rainbow bag, a mask on, I literally, I nearly threw up because, you know, I'm a survivor myself. And that's one, that's one a time, product of programming, if ever I've heard it. What? This is a child. And one of them, one of these young girls was with her mom. I actually had to say something to them about and get off the bus. You're sexualizing a child. How are you allowing a child to wear, like, fetish wear and walk around in the street? That's a paedophile's dream. You know, and I really want to make it very, very clear that trans people, LGBT people are nothing to do with paedophilia. We are as triggered, as angry about that. We don't want anything to do with that. And what the media is actually doing, this, I don't know if you call it media, whatever you call it, they're trying to add paedophilia onto LGBT. They've given it a cute name, mm. MAPS, Minor Attractive People, so they can, you know, shove it in with the LGBT and normalise it. This mm. is the point where trans and LGBT people need to start to absolutely wake up because mm. it's getting dangerous out there. And I'm, I'm seeing it with my own eyes. Our children are being sexualized through the media, through the TV shows. You know, I'm not talking about 16 year olds. I'm mm. talking about I've seen it, very young children. And it's, um, I mean, it's happening in the schools now, isn't it? They bring just they're trying to like slowly bring in all this. Uh, um propaganda you know just normalizing touching yourself and all this kind of stuff at a young age and just um it, it's it's becoming ridiculous isn't it i'm just seeing examples of every day on uh on social media parents like posting stuff from schools that they're looking talking about or bringing in and it's just it, again it's just all to do with the manipulation of the mind um so no matter what, what situation you're in as a child you know you're going to school at like four or five years old in here in the uk and, you know, you've got 100% confidence and no fear and you leave school at 16 with like 10% confidence, like 110% self-doubt, loads of fear, have no idea what you're doing uh, and just completely broken down. Like, and that's, you know, you see it, seeing it everywhere because just because they're literally hammered from all angles, aren't they? Kids nowadays, you can't just go to school and just learn. Even more nowadays with the, with the phones, you know, but I just want to say to your viewers, that the most important thing that I really want to say is if you're seeing these things and you're seeing these articles, you know, 
they're, they're actually designed to make you have an emotional response. They're designed to make you angry. They're designed to put you in fear. And if the person in those articles is gay or trans, hmm. you know, they're designed to make you feel that type of way about those people. We're not all the same. Just because you're a trans person. I don't know any trans person or intersex person who's like me. We're unique. Everybody's unique. We all have an experience. Don't actually feel hate for a community because you've read an article. Because that article wasn't written by us. I didn't put those rainbow stickers all over Lloyd's Bank. You know, we, we are people that just want to go through life as peaceful and compassionately as possible and do the best we can. We, we're not here to push genders or sexuality onto other adults and certainly not onto children you know mm. and and we we're actually fighting against that and we're losing friends families jobs we're losing a lot to be mm. very vocal but it doesn't matter to me because to mm. protect children for me is the most important thing in the world yeah absolutely and it's uh, it's amazing you say that actually because not only have you like had a battle with you know friends families communities over the last couple of years of all the crap that's been going on you know all the ho hoaxes and stuff um you know you, you're having the other battle on the other side as well with uh people like that so it's you know i can, can only commend you for uh for what you guys have been doing over the last couple of years and that's it's absolutely fantastic um where, where can people find you on social media if they want to reach out and just sort of get in touch and see what see what you're up to um instagram is the best for me it's cosmic beatnik cosmic is k-o-s-m-i-c and then Beatnik is B-E-N-T-N-I-K, Cosmic Beatnik. Cool. Uh, and yourself this is on Instagram. I have well. Instagram and YouTube, um, DJ Blonde Spirit, but the B-O in Blonde is a zero. Yeah, got it. That's cool. I'll put all that in the show notes. It'd be awesome. So people can get in, in touch with you uh, over socials and stuff like that. It's absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, just before um, just before we go, obviously when we, we spoke the other day, and uh, I see you, you know you talk a lot about star seeds and, and and things in in content and that. Is it right to just elaborate on that a little bit with uh, for the viewers? Because uh, a lot of people are starting to speak about it now, and um, we're seeing a lot in the media of uh, priming people, you know, to do with ETs and stuff like that. Um, what's uh, what's your what, well, I mean, if you if you don't mind just elaborating on um, the star seeds and how how that work with you and what you do okay so going back to what i was saying earlier about souls a star seed is a soul that prior to coming into the human experience had an experience however you want to define it as an extraterrestrial being as a higher dimensional being as a more evolved human on a, on a different planet um and star seeds part of their soul contract was to come in in this time and help with the awakening of humanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and do you think that's uh, working at the moment? Do you think that's going in the right direction? Without a doubt. I mean, 10 years ago, if you just said you were a starseed to people, they wouldn't have understood it. When I when I first, I mean, I've we, we've had experiences, you know, depending on where your vibrational level, if you raise your vibration, you can see them, yeah. you know, especially with plant medicines, like you can see there's so much life in the sky. I've seen them in Egypt as well. They came down very, very, very low, but we can't talk about these things because you're labeled a nutcase. But the truth is, you know, as David Icke says, 
humans only see a very small spectrum of visible light. It doesn't mean other things are not around and are not aware. And um, I just feel like in terms of what's happening with humanity, these moments of consciousness have, have always happened throughout history. People do their research, you know, the one great year. We're at the end of the Kali Yuga, which spiritually is like the lowest level of vibration. It's chaos, disorder, hate, violence. That's finished now. We're moving up into a higher vibrational consciousness. And that's what all these hoaxes are about. That's what all this targeted division is about because they don't want that to happen. Mm. And unfortunately, they can't stop they it. Can't stop it. Mm. Yeah, I get we, we, we I can see we that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't identify with this human experience anymore. We understand that we're spiritual beings, we're energetic mm. beings, mm. and we, we're going to create a better world. And we do that through unconditional love. Mm. Simple. Yeah. Absolutely, because I think it's it, deep, deep down. The old, of the mm. old system, that's fundamental and that's what's happening out there. Yeah, because I mean, foundationally, the whole this whole thing's been a, a massive attack on the human consciousness and spirit, hasn't it, from day one? Um, and the ability for people to understand what their higher powers are within in themselves and their actual capabilities. Hence why they've dumbed everyone down, haven't they, with like fluoride in the water, you know, rapeseed and food, all the cos all the chemicals are in cosmetics, pharmaceuticals, TV, you know, even the frequencies that you sit there and watch the box on, it's all designed to keep you dumbed down so that you, you're a lot easier to confuse. You know, suddenly throw a, uh, you know, a virus in there uh, and that your family's going to die and you're going to kill granny. And, you know, if you're in that low vibration, you're easy to confuse, aren't you? Like we've seen throughout our whole families and communities and stuff. Um, so I, I think it's exciting times moving ahead. Um, I'm seeing a lot of really, really great things, you know, everywhere. Um, and it's a great time of year, like especially for us here in the UK, for it to, you know, be kicking off. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say thank you so much for sharing, you know, your stories with us today. Um, you know, what's really going on, uh, get your views on it. And I'm sure everyone listening will be sat back thinking, wow, you know, it makes total sense to everything you've just said. Um, and I really hope people, you know, take to it and, and, do, and get in touch with you because, you know, moving forward, we need everybody in a high vibration, no matter what their orientation is, no matter what the medical status is, no matter where they're from in the world you know, to go to that next stage, which is a much happier place. Uh, so thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Guys and girls, if you want to learn more uh, about what's going on in the world, please make sure you check out my Insiders World. It's www.insiders-world.com. We're forming the most unbelievable community. And each week we do community calls. I put loads of resources in there that can help you escape the 3D matrix. Um, it's pretty much like the same social media platform. So there's no censorship. You get to chat with all the community members in there. Um, and there's loads of stuff going on. We've got some big events coming up as well. So please make sure you check that out. Insiders-world.com. But from me and Hope and Betnick, have a great weekend. And I'll see you again very, very soon on the AJ Roberts Show.